Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. I knew I shouldn't have given my dog a beach ball to play with and yet there is now plastic everywhere and I only have myself to blame. Yeah, you do. I remember when life was like a Twilight Zone episode. Now it's like a Christopher Nolan movie where I have absolutely no idea what's going on. <laughs> you know what I miss? I miss rain. What is rain like? By the way, I will complain about rain as soon as it starts raining. <laughs> I almost crashed my car eating a huge piece of cake. Not a terrible last meal though. Good way to go out. Have such a good day. Hello world and welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just that. Just that. <laughs> hey friends. Hi. How you doing? How you doing out there? y'all i hope you're staying cool i mean maybe i don't know maybe it's really cold out where you are where are you exactly yeah do tell are you on the north pole <laughs> and is there santa which hemisphere <laughs> sarah santa is actually not a real thing i don't know if you know that heather <laughs> heather my god Oh, wait. Oh, the, this is just reminding me that I don't remember what the show was. It was, it, you know, it was, it was some show that someone else had watched and they were like, it was kind of effed up because they said that Santa wasn't real on in the oh, show. No. Well, I just and it was like that. a show that like kids would watch. <laughs> oh, and like, no. th like there were like all these kids like kind of looking up like, what does she mean by that? <laughs> I was totally kidding kids out there oh my god Santa is so yeah, real Santa's and the so elves real. and psh, comes down the chimney gotta leave cookies for him though that I know for sure I think you know barring the fact that we may have lots of you know young children watching the show we probably <laughs> which <don't>. I doubt <laughs> probably not but probably not but they're always welcome of course of course anytime uh but we're we're gonna be you know we're gonna be really candid on the show <laughs> And I do actually remember as a kid um, when I learned about Santa. I remember it very well. Because, How old were you? I mean, I think I was probably a little older than some other kids because, you know, I, I like to play make-believe. But, like, I was under 10 mm -hmm. kind of thing. Or maybe right around that age. And... You know, it was Christmas and, you know, my parents always, you know, they, 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 they made a big deal about Christmas and Christmas was like super fun and we had a big tree and, you know, it, it was, it was my favorite time of the year. And there was a Christmas morning where all the presents were opened and, you know, and I, I always kind of got everything that I wanted, you know, because my parents are awesome. Because you were spoiled. And, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was... We were, we were pretty I was poor. mildly spoiled, too. We were pretty poor, but I think they went out of their way to make sure that if there was this one thing I really wanted, you know, that I would get it kind of yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, totally. And I said, well, um, you know, after it was all over, I know there's just like wrapping paper everywhere. I said, well, um, one, one really weird thing about this is that Santa didn't give me anything this year. He just didn't mm. come. 
And my parents were like, they kind of look at me like, what? Because there were lots of little cards, like from mom and dad, you know, or from dad, you know, mm -hmm. like maybe it would be something that, you know, he knew that I would like, you know, that would have been from him specifically or from like an aunt or an uncle. And they just forgot to say that anything was from Santa. They just forgot. <laughs> and I already knew. I already knew. Yeah, totally. And, and they were like, oh no and I was like it's okay I already I already know I already know and it was like a, like a weird like manipulative thing I did to my parents because I'm like I already knew that that was going to be from you anyway but I just mm -hmm. kind of like we hadn't said it out loud and that was the end of that. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that's my fun Santa story. I like it. And this is, show is not necessarily going to be airing on Christmas or anything. But, you know, when you start feeling that that sense in the air that the seasons are changing, it makes you think about Christmas and think about wintertime and cozy fires indoors. You know, Sarah, I have to say, I feel really special because I found one of the last little lime trees in Humboldt County. I planted a lime tree, a Mexican lime tree. I literally got the last one. And I guess apparently there's a what huge demand for them. What do you mean you got the last one? Like where was it? It was at like the main nursery in town. Oh, okay. But like got apparently it. there's, I mean, it's so funny hearing about like all the supply chain stuff and just like with COVID and it's hard to get appliances and wood and all the things and, and actually, you know, service workers, waitresses, waiters, all of that. And it's just funny when you hear about such a like fringy thing, like having like such a high demand for something that you would have never even thought, you know, why are people, you know, why are people so obsessed with lime trees right now? Why am I obsessed with lime trees? You know, what is it some subliminal message that I got? I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about my little lime tree. It's super cute. And I, I planted it in a barrel because here's the thing. I feel like I always could use a slice of lime just often, you know, with whatever I'm cooking or in my like sparkling water or something. And it's like, I don't want to go all the way to the store to get one lime. You know, it's, it would be a nice thing, kind of like an, having herbs, you know, right out front. You know, pick pick a little sprig of cilantro real quick instead of having to like go to the store and get a bunch of cilantro. Oh, for so sure, you save. I'm super money. excited about it's, this. Yeah, yeah it's way great. easier. We've got a um, we don't have a lime tree on uh, the property I live on, but we do have a Meyer lemon tree. And oh, we have one it, too. It's it's a little dormant, you know, because it's more of like a winter. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, citrus uh, tree. Yeah. But I mean, there are times where I'm just like. I have like 15 lemons, <laughs> you know, because I got to pick them before they, you know, they drop. Like somebody's got to eat them. Yep. And I always tell the Airbnb guests around here, I'm like, you know, if it's the right season, I'm like, take go some lemons. nuts on yeah. the tree. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't, I single handedly cannot eat all these lemons, Yeah, but I love them. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's so great to have a lemon tree. Oh, it makes a huge difference. Because lemons are like, I feel like they're like $1.50 each or something. They're, I mean, it's it's not like I can't afford a lemon. It's just kind of crazy. I'd just rather pick one off my tree. But that makes me think about all of the, next year I have to think of ways to, because I give friends and people, you know, some of my crop because I can't eat it all but I can't keep up with it. Like we have so many peaches on our trees right now. And I mean, I can't even get to half of them because they're so high at Millions the top. Of peaches. <laughs> and, um, you know, eventually the birds will eat them all, but I feel bad. It's like, people are like, just cut them up and freeze them. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like that. I, I mean, the, the extent that I've gone to really preparing food for the future is like pickling things, you know? And then right. my boyfriend's like, well, make a pie. I'm like, eh, I'm not really sure I'm a pie baker kind of person, but I really, <laughs> right. next year, I want to like... Yeah. It gets to the point where you're like, 
I don't want to do this with the fruit no. that's about to go bad. I just want it not to go bad. Exactly. And I, I do feel that's why I'm like, you know, with this bear visitor that I had recently, you know, I want them to, I'd like to share the wealth. I'd like to share the apples with the bear community and same with the peaches if, if they're into those. And like, I've got so many cherry tomatoes that are just dying on the vine because there's only so much I can like snack on those, you know, and make pasta. I mean, it's right, just right. all of this stuff is going to waste. If you lived closer, Sarah, I would bring you some. Oh, thank you, Heather. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. I, uh, we were, Heather and I were talking about blackberries before, before the show. And, you know, blackberry bushes are, you know, they're sort of big and unwieldy and everything. They but, are. Uh, but, but when it's blackberry season, it's like, I mean, you just, you pick a blackberry off of it and you eat it. And it's, it's a so scrumptious good. treat. But at least around where I am, there are a lot of blackberry bushes. There, we don't have any on the like property the itself, mm. but uh, but there are a lot of blackberry bushes. They tend to be kind of like roadside bushes. Yeah, totally. And they're all dusty. And, and yeah. yeah, and so and there are times where you know I'm walking walking my dog, and and I see like these like beautiful big plump blackberries. But it's like lots of cars have gone by. And just like, ugh, like the blackberries need to be washed. And so I would have to like bring like a pail with me, get all of them, go home, wash them, and then enjoy them, which is fine, which is fine. But I sometimes tend to just be like, eh, too hard. Oh, totally. And I don't know. It's funny because we have a lot of blackberries right now, but we also have a lot of blueberries and strawberries and raspberries. And I'm like, I go for like the strawberries first and like the raspberries and blueberries, like I, I prefer those berries. I'm not saying that blackberries are disgusting because they can be, you can get a really good one. But I don't know. They're not, they, they just haven't been my favorite. favorite. No, hmm. not right now. I don't know what it is. I think, Maybe they're. I think blackberries are actually my favorite. Really? Out of all those berries? Blueber blueberries, love them. Raspberries, love them. But a good blackberry that's mm. so soft. Oh, mm, melts yum. in your mouth. See, I'm a strawberry girl, I think. Like a good strawberry. Oh, we have some, oh my gosh, our strawberries. And the thing about strawberries is that, well, a lot of berries in general, you really want to try to get them from like farmer's markets because when you get it from a supermarket, they're just, they're not as good. And the strawberries go bad really quick. Like they'll get moldy. And when you pick something off of a, off of a bush, off of a vine, oh my gosh. I mean, it's, it's like, the experience is so different than buying a basket from the grocery store. It just, oh, they taste sure. so much better. Well, that's, you know, tomatoes too. Oh yeah. I, 100%. I, having, having grown up with, uh, you know, my parents grew tomato vines and so we just, yeah, like ate off the land yep. <laughs> you know, as much oh, as we so could. Great. I just, I, yeah, I, I will eat a straw or strawberry, a, a tomato now and be like, this is tasteless. Oh, like totally. It, it, it doesn't suck, but like it doesn't taste the way it's supposed to taste. Well, you gotta grow it yourself. You gotta grow it. And the thing is, is think about the nutrients are going from the vine or wherever it's getting its nutrients, like off the tree or the bush or whatever. And then you have to pick it and then it has to be trucked super far to get to, to the grocery store. I mean, it makes sense. It's like when you pick something yeah. off right away, it's like it's gotten the ample nutrients uh, hence the flavor it's like i think like the nutrients equal the flavor kind of thing but what do i know i've read some books but <laughs> I, think you, I think you probably know more than the average person about growing, might i might about growing you know fruits and vegetables i got dirt under my either. fingernails yeah oh gosh so do I. I in fact i was looking at them earlier and i was like god damn it my nails are gross oh mine are I, so i like i wash my hands like a million times a day i know me too and still i'm like where did it come from that's what i hate and they get so thin like when you wash them too much and you know i'm just using my hands a lot so i i can't like my nail my nails just thin out it's a yeah. bummer but um i think i would take some of the work that i do with my hands over being like a nay nay nail person i sometimes miss having like cute nails but that's for another lifetime Oh, so many things are. So many things are. <laughs> well, listen, so so everybody, uh, we thought that uh, because we talk about the fact that Heather and I are, are 
both property managers on the show very often. Every episode, in fact. They're, it always creeps in. You either love and it or you hate it. <laughs> you love it or you hate it. And there are good things and bad things about it. And so we thought, let's just dedicate this episode to that. I love it. Um, Airbnb follies, if you will. Yeah. And and we've we've sort of joked about the fact that this is a show that could write itself. It could be a whole separate <laughs> show. And mm -hmm. I, I, my my thing is always that I never want to call anybody out too specifically no. because I just wouldn't ever want them to like hear the episode and be like, oh my God, I can't believe Sarah did that to me. Sure. Kind of of thing, even though they probably will never hear it. But, you know, just kind of just kind of keeping it a little surface. But mm -hmm. but there's still so much to talk about, uh, even if we do keep it service. Um and the first thing I wanted to talk about on that note is the fact that people leave the weirdest things behind when, <laughs> when they, you know, they, it's time for them to go. For example, this morning, this morning I had a group that had been here for seven nights, you know, so quite, you know, they, they were, they were living here mm -hmm. and, um, it's so funny because our checkout is 10 a.m., and I often, you know, people ask me like, hey, can I check out a little bit later or whatever? And like it, the answer is either yes or no, depending on like the cleaning schedule and whatever. But I try to accommodate when I can. And they didn't ask me. And they actually left early. They left at mm -hmm. nine. Um, and, you know, on the days where people are leaving, it's like Otis and I are sitting in the apartment. My blinds are still down. You know, and I, I can kind of hear every, like, car doors are opening and closing, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, okay, they're getting ready to go, <laughs> you know, but then sometimes, like, like, I'm like, okay, I think they're leaving right now, which is great, um, and then, like, they'll be like, oh, let's take some photos over by the redwood trees, you know, because we had, like, such a nice vacation, and so you're like, ah, okay, they're here for a little bit more, <laughs> and I can't do anything before they before 10 a.m. because they have until then it's their house mm -hmm. you know it's you know I can't just be like get out of here I would never do that <laughs> <laughs> but uh but uh they so so and this is just I mean I've done this like a hundred times at this point I don't even know you know it's always different and you always you know once they leave and, and oftentimes they're like multiple cars. And so when the last car leaves, I'm like, okay, now we're good. And this <laughs> also, you know, when, when there are Airbnb guests here, Otis can't just like, I don't just like open the front door and he roams around. Like he has to stay with me. Like we're either, you know, he's leashed, we're going on a walk or we're getting in my car, we're going somewhere else. Like he doesn't have the yard to himself. Mm -hmm. So when he does, you know, he kind of always looks at me like, is it okay? And I'm like, it's okay. No one's here anymore, you know? <laughs> and then he kind of runs around, sniffs, and, and it's really cute. But one of my favorite things is to go into the kitchen, the main kitchen of the main house. There's two kitchens because there's two different houses. But the, the, the main house has like the big kitchen. Mm -hmm. And open up the fridge and see what's left. And like, and often it's like nothing, you know, yeah. and, and over time, especially because like people love, you know, grilling and, you know, hot dogs, hamburgers. So it's like, we have like 40 kinds of mustard and <laughs> so many ketchups and mm -hmm. some of the ketchups are like totally empty, but then there's like more ketchup because people bought it before they got here kind of thing where I'm just like, okay, we have to get rid of some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of salad dressing, like obvious stuff. And then sometimes there's like a gallon of milk where I'm like, you bought a gallon of milk and you just never opened it? Uh, and then you have uh, to like throw it away in the garbage. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like kind of like icky. But Such like, you waste. know, I look, at the, I look at the expiration date and I'm like, if the seal is not broken, I'll just leave it because mm -hmm. somebody might want milk, the next person who's here. But if it is open, that changes things because then mm -hmm. people are like, ew, you know, it's kind of gross. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the same thing with eggs. It's like, I mean, eggs in a fridge are 
fine for like way after their expiration date trust me i know but but like if you see like a you know you know it's like a carton of eggs and like there are like four left as a new guest you might be like "Mm, why is this here kind of thing so you have you kind of have to weird somebody like me has to sort of navigate that like sure okay it's like there's something like can i take it Mm-hmm. Uh, could I donate it maybe to like a food <laughs> bank or something? Do you ever get good um, stuff? Well, I mean, yeah, actually sometimes mm-hmm. I, so for example, people who left this morning uh, and they were real nice, I'll give them a nice review, but I opened the fridge and I'm like, holy shit, this fridge is packed. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't throw at anything, but none of it was like gross stuff it was like yeah a whole carton of eggs um you know a half and half container that wasn't opened Mm. two bottles of rosé like oh nice five yeah like five cans of like i don't know weird ipa beer type of thing like where i'm like nice i mean i'll just leave it for the next person because that isn't gross to me if i were if i were to show up at this house tomorrow and be like, oh, wow, look, you know, an IPA can of beer that no one opened. Like, it's not like half drunk or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, like, ah, oh, maybe I'll give it a try kind of thing. Like, that's fine. But it also is a little bit lazy, you know, where I'm like, what did you guys do? You bought yeah. so much stuff that you just didn't get through. You I guess that's just par for the course. Yeah, yeah it is. I wonder how much stuff is wasted. I mean, that that's a whole thing. I mean, hopefully people or at least Airbnb hosts, I don't know, hotels with refrigerators. I mean, they give them to charity or something because it is kind of gross when you think about how much stuff gets wasted. Oh, for sure. And I actually, so we have like a, I'm sure you do this too, Heather, but you know, when someone has booked the house and before they're gonna get here a few days before I send them like the welcome document Mm -hmm. which is like here's the code to get in the gate here's you know the keys here's the whole deal with the pool here's you know it's a it's a it's a long thing and they selectively read it of course and then Mm -hmm. ask me lots of stupid questions afterwards (laughs) but but part of that I say is you know there's like a checkout area of the document where it's like here's what you know we need to do on checkout you know strip the beds and you know run the dishwasher and you know do do stuff before you go and part of that is because so many people I would look in the garbage after someone left and I would just be like I mean it was like an entire you know like pack of arugula that like wasn't even opened and like why'd you throw it out like yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily for me, but mm-hmm. it's just such a waste. It's such a waste. And the plastic, Su- it's not even just the food waste. It's like you basically produced all this plastic to cover this one bag of arugula. And it's like it didn't even get eaten. It's like it, no. it got thrown it's just straight in the garbage. Yeah. And like they didn't even crazy. like open it and put it in the compost, which is what they should have done. Yeah. Right. So I, so I, 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 added a little note to you know the guest welcome doc that was like if you have perishable food throw it out Mm -hmm. if you don't have perishable food and you don't want to take it with you leave it and you know either like one of the cleaners will take it i will donate it to a food bank there is Mm -hmm. one near me that i have donated to and they were like so thankful in the past just don't throw out perfectly good food Mm -hmm. just don't do it like I get it if it's not you know it's sort of picked through whatever it's like okay that's kind of over yeah but but uh but just don't do it and (laughs) and I feel like the the last guests were took that very literally and they were like we're leaving everything um and I'm like not all of this is really the category that I was talking about but uh but yeah perfectly good food here so you know Thank you for not throwing it out, I guess. What else do you find? Do you find anything kind of scandalous? Oh, my God. Uh, um, what have I found? I found lots of scandalous things. Condoms for days. Oh, I'm sure. Um, uh, not birth control. What, a, what is it when you take a... Uh, you mean a morning after pill? 
not a morning after oh. cold, no, just like a, just like a pregnancy test. God, oh, I don't know where my funny. mind is. Lots of those. Wow. Yeah, like not like one or two, like quite a few where wow. I'm like, okay, somebody was having fun <laughs> and got a little scared, but then like forgot about their pregnancy test and left it in a drawer. And it wasn't even opened? No, no. That's a waste of, I mean, those things aren't cheap. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure some of them get used and then they get thrown away and I don't see them. You know, I'm not, I'm not like combing through our trash all that carefully, <laughs> but yeah, like full on, just like, just sex stuff. And that's great. You know, like there were like some like contact lenses that people mm -hmm. left behind where it's like, as a wearer of contact lenses now, I'm like, you're like, expensive. what's prescription? You're right. Yeah, like would it, would they fit my eyes? <laughs> yeah, like what? You really just love them because yeah. people just put things in drawers and then forget. What people also do, and I, I, I want to chalk this up to when you you know when you're packing up, and I mean we, the people who are here are often. I mean, it's almost always families with young kids. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's all adults, but but it's 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 families, you know. And you got kids running around and parents, and you figure the you know packing up process is a whole thing. And so I don't think that people necessarily are stealing anything from us. Mm -hmm. However, we used to have. I mean, we're going on like maybe 10 iPhone chargers at this point. Wow. All gone. God. Just gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems and like I an had... easy thing to think that it's yours though. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're like, oh, hey mom, can you like deal with this room? And the mom does and like packs the, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, the cords, it's ours. Yeah. So, you know, we've, we've kind of gotten to the point now where we don't offer that anymore. Like bring your own. Yeah. And I, I had a, I had a guest, uh, not that long ago who was like, oh, we forgot our iPhone chargers. Do you, you, you probably have some somewhere. And I was like, nope, we don't, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, what do we do? And I was like, you go buy go one to the store and buy one. <laughs> yeah. And then you it's can, yours. Yeah. You can, you, you can get them at you. a lot of like corner stores and stuff now. I think oh, you yeah, can even sure. get them at like drug stores. But it's one of those things where it's like, well, we tried to offer that as a perk, but <laughs> they just kept walking away. Yeah. So, you know, at some point you go, uh, sorry, you, you're on your own on this, bud. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Most of the time when people leave stuff, you know, it'll be like, you know, I don't know, grass fed beef in the freezer or something, you know, something just, <laughs> they were planning on grilling, but then they didn't kind of thing. And then, you know, we... I give it to the housekeeper or something and uh but most of the time it's like a raincoat or actually like a phone charger a lot of like wires and adapters and that kind of thing and then you know you have to go to the post office and send them their things if you're a nice person and but i a lot of clothes and that's the most I, someone left like their their like galoshes here once and, and they don't always follow up you know some people just I don't even think they realize they left it, um, but uh, yeah, or they just could consider it like collateral, like oh well. It's gone yeah, forever. exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's like the there's so much to navigate in this world of of Airbnb hosting, Sarah. And I mean, gosh, we could do a whole show on this, but well, we I, are. We are. I mean, we can do a whole actual like actual oh, podcast, yeah, like a spinoff yeah. show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not just an episode, but yeah, for sure. But. Um, and it's really fascinating stuff. I mean, there's a lot of like nuances and just a lot of stuff like problem solving and things you just have to like, like you were saying, Sarah, earlier, you have to like make decisions about stuff that even just like, what do you do with the food in the refrigerator kind of thing? Like there's small stuff and then there's bigger stuff. And one thing I've been coming across more and more lately is people who, so we have a no pet policy and it's pretty strict and it's for a reason. My dad set it up, but the reason is, is, I mean, I love animals more than humans. And most of you know that by now, because all I do is talk about uh, animals. <laughs> ha -ha. Heather, Heather, the bear whisperer. I am the bear whis whisperer. No, I love certain humans. Don't get me wrong, um, including our patrons. But I would love to have any and all animals rent the place at any time. But unfortunately, there's fleas and there's fur and there's dander. So we just can't risk upsetting like the next guest. I mean, it makes sense. 
but I always feel bad because I, I love dogs. And most of the time people are like, oh, we have a tiny, really small little dog. And they don't, you know, they're really, they don't bark and they have hypoallergenic fur. And they're always trying to convince me that their dog is like the best dog and like the best behaved dog. And it's like, that's all great, really. Like, I love that. I would love to meet your dog. It sounds so cute. But I just, I'm so sorry, but we just can't. But the only time that it gets really dicey is when they say they have a service dog. And it's either, mm -hmm. you know, like a legit service dog uh, for kind of a physical ailment, or there's like the emotional service dog. And so I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm extremely knowledgeable about all of it. But in the research that I have done, I've had, you know, several people say like book it, like they'll instantly book it. So they're already booked uh, in the calendar. And then days later, and often the day before they show up, they tell me, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, we're bringing our service dog. And then you're like, oh shit, like kind of yeah, not really, yeah. can't really do that, but they're already booked. Like, what do I do? And I love animals. This is really tricky territory. But what I have read about is that you can't, you, you legally cannot in, like inquire into the situation. You're not even really allowed to ask for proof. People get really weird, but you're just not supposed to. It's um, right. it's really strange situation that puts these hosts into, yeah, like it's sort of like a moral dilemma because of course it's like you want to accommodate them. And especially if it's a service dog, obviously it's a very important animal. But at the same time, last time that happened, our place was an absolute sty. In fact, this was only a few days ago and this, this exact thing happened. People booked in advance. Uh, and then the day before they said they had a service animal. I didn't ask any questions and I thought, eh, all right, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take the risk. Cause I just didn't want to like backpedal the whole thing. And my housekeeper was not happy. You know, it was a total sty. They, they had the dog sleep inside the bed. So like all the bedding was just totally disgusting. It smelled like dog. I mean, it was like the hairiest, biggest, full of dander <laughs> dog you can ever imagine. Like that like was kind of shocking. Cause you would think, you know, sometimes it'll be, you won't really notice it. Like it's a, it's a small dog and they, they make a, a really light footprint kind of thing. But, yeah. um, you know, you can't win them all, Sarah. And you just, you just kind of have to like roll with it and do the best you can. And, you know, I, I really think a lot of the producer kind of being quick on your feet, kind of like problem solving thing comes into play a lot because oftentimes there'll be some emergency or like something will happen and you have to like make a quick decision. Totally. And that's, yeah. you know, you're making the best decisions you can at the time. And hopefully there won't be much. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Fallout. Yeah, so on the service dog tip, I, I don't think there's actually been any service dogs here. I mean, that I knew about anyway. But I definitely, we, we also don't allow dogs. And the whole reason is not because we don't like dogs, but, you know, you just... First of all, I have a dog and my dog is super chill and like, you know, he's on a leash in common areas, you know, if, if anyone's staying here and it's like, it's not a big deal. But like, I've had guests who have brought dogs without asking and like their dog is like up on my porch barking. Kind yeah, of thing. totally. You know, where you're like, whoa, like calm down you know like mm -hmm. there are other people living here type of thing we also we had and i feel like i feel like i may have told the story because i was so mad at these people but we had these we, we had these people that had booked sort of last minute and so with airbnb and i know it's different with you know other uh systems but with airbnb specifically you can say things like not only that you can't allow dogs, but like it's a, like a, a certain amount of night minimum. Mm -hmm. And here it's a five night minimum. If you're not going to stay for five nights, we don't want you because you're going to come, you're going to make a big mess and we have to pay the cleaners and it actually doesn't work out financially. Yeah. You know, it's like we want people who want to stay like a week ish or longer kind of thing. And that said sometimes last minute where i'm like oh there's a little break in the schedule like and someone asks me because they can inquire you know they can at least say like hey i, I know that kind of your calendar looks sort of full but like maybe and i had let these people come and they came and they threw a party and they had a dj and all the things that just we don't want from yeah. guests it, it was just like i mean they weren't like they really did like shut it down early enough so that like <laughs> I wasn't going to call the police or anything. But I was just like, oh my gosh, you guys just broke every rule in the house. You know, we are not, this is, you don't come here to like throw a party and like have loud music and have people be like, let's do shots, you know, which <laughs> they were doing. And, you know, and they were only here for a few days. They were here for like less than the five night minimum. And so I was, I, I kind of was just like, just get through it. They'll mm -hmm. leave. And on the last day, um, it's, you know, it's time to leave and checkouts at 10, 10 a.m. That's the checkout time. And they haven't left. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, and I, I, I was, I was done with these people. And so, I saw somebody outside with their dog and I was like, hey, yo, uh, you got to go. It's time for you to go. And also, we don't allow dogs. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> where's the dog here? And he goes, he kind of looks at me and sort of like smirky, like, this is an emotional support dog and you're not allowed to kick me out because of the dog. And I was like, I understand that, but you need to leave. <laughs> All of you need to leave, you know, and I, I kind of that moment where you're just sort of like, how much of a dick do I want to be right now? Yeah, and, totally. And the answer was like, not really. I actually yeah. just wanted them to go and I didn't mm -hmm. want it to be a big standoff of any kind. But like, uh, I don't think so, dude. <laughs> and <laughs> like, and it's like, I don't like, I don't think emotional support dogs are like, a bunch of bs i mean no. maybe sometimes they are but like i mean i feel like my dog emotionally supports me so it's like i don't have a problem with that but just just to sort of like sneak something in and not say something to me about it and then act like you know i'm putting you out afterwards yeah ah uh, no that's that's happened to me before where yeah they, they try to hide it and then they break all the other house rules and then they're like just jerks about it and you're like well i like turned a blind eye to let you bring your dog in, but then you totally screwed me over in all these other ways. And yeah, I mean, the thing is, is like, I think that's sort of like maybe the 1%, maybe less than 1%. I, I do think that it can be really trying just depending on what kind of guest you have. But I, I feel like, I feel like people don't want bad reviews. And I mean, the review system as flawed as it is, it does help 
you know, some people don't care. I've had to write a couple, you know, average reviews because of them breaking so many house rules or whatever. And I think it's important to do that because then people don't know that, uh, you know, you, you have to let people know what you can and can't do. And it helps other guests. But I think that some people, it's so strange to me because some people just don't care if they have a bad review. And I mean, it really hurts you to have that, even one. It like brings your whole rating down and it hurts you for a while, you know, until you can earn like new good ratings. So it is, it's an interesting thing. And, um, yeah. you know, it can be very thankless, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, Speaking of thankless, so the rating system is very interesting. And just because we're kind of like, we're going all in on property (laughs) management on this episode, uh, I will, I will remind folks how it works. So when somebody, somebody, at least here, so you allow instant booking, Heather, we do not. Mm -hmm. Someone always has to ask me, can we book? We want to book. This is the time we want to book. And then I kind of look at their whole deal and then I say yes or no cannot instant book here well actually just to clarify we I have instant book on verbo but Airbnb I have to approve because uh, obviously you wouldn't want to have instant book on two platforms which I'm going to I'm gonna have to get rid of one of them I know and you know it's gonna happen and it'll make my life easier but for now that's just the system I have that's the system. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I always sort of forget that you're dealing with two different No, like three. We have like, a website I, too. I just can't even imagine. It's too much. It's too much. I, I had to change imagine. three calendars. This guy like reached out this morning and wanted to change his dates for next July. So I had to go into like four calendars to like scratch out his previous dates and then put in his new. I'm like, this is insane. Like this makes no sense. So that is something I need to fix. Yeah. It, um, it is, and I've definitely, it's been a huge learning experience and I always, <laughs> my mom, my mom is, she sometimes is the recipient of a lot of my <laughs> strife when it comes mm-hmm. to this sort of thing. And my thing to her is always like, you would never know how much I hate you because I'm so nice. <laughs> I will get you all the toilet paper you want. <laughs> oh, do you need an iPhone charger? Maybe I've got one, like an extra one. And inside I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I cannot wait till you leave. It's, it's, a, it's a very weird thing. And it's I, a dance. I, it's, a, it's very much a dance. And it's something that I think about a lot because I – so I live – I live on this property. It's a big old property. And I live, you know, in my own little spot and I work from home. So, I mean, I do go, you know, I go get groceries. I go take my dog to the beach. Like I do come and go, but I'm not like gone all the time. I'm kind of here more than I'm not. And so that's something that guests have to be aware of. But I think because of that, they think that I'm their concierge, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, you know, the thing with the iPhone charger where I'm like, you should pack better is my answer to you, girlfriend. <laughs> You're like, what What do you want me to just like materialize iPhone chargers for you? Like, go buy one. You, you <laughs> forgot yours. And that's what it like. There are certain things where I I get sometimes depending on the day I get a little bent out of shape about it but I also have to remember that people come here because they're on vacation you know it's a birthday party it's an anniversary it's you know it's some other you know reason that they're escaping wherever they live to like come and like swim and you know play music and the kids run around and you know they're blowing bubbles all day and like just like whatever they're doing it's like this is their escape from whatever wherever they live but I just live here Mm -hmm. and so I kind of live next door to people who are just like partying all the time yep and I don't always want to feel that way (laughs) (laughs) it's like sometimes I'm like I would like a very quiet evening at home you know but like the kids are in the pool screaming and you know doing cannonballs and stuff like that it's like it is but I don't blame them because they paid for it that's why they're here and I want Mm -hmm. them to have a good time 
and so it's it's that like there's a there's a lot of back and forth that goes on between feeling like god just shut up you people just shut up <laughs> and then and but then also wanting them to have like the best time ever because that's the whole point yeah totally i don't know of course i don't, I don't really know you know what the answer is here but it's it is a constant struggle and i also um Today, the folks who uh, left a lot of the food in the fridge, which I'll probably end up eating, but they left this morning. Uh, we don't have more guests for five days. Ooh, and yeah. I have not had a five-day respite uh, since, like, January. I mean, I, I'm just, yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm going to swim naked in the pool. You know I will. <laughs> And and just you know, Otis can poop wherever he wants. I'll clean it up afterwards, of course. But uh, but it's like it's like oh, to just have it back to ourselves. And I, Heather, I don't know if that it's like that on your property. I think I think your property is laid out a little bit differently, mm-hmm. where if people are there, you still feel like you have quite a bit of room. But like I don't really have a lot of room. Here no, and I've been to your place, and you're right because you're you're like perched up a little bit, which is great. I, I actually think that's a really a huge plus for you is that you're above, you're kind of above that the the rental house, but you are pretty close. I mean, you're a stone's throw, and I can imagine. I mean, you can hear their music, you can you can hear things. Um, I mean, hopefully you're not hearing, um, you know, scandalous things. But um, I've never, but yeah. I've never heard, I've never heard, yeah, what prompted uh, <laughs> a. Uh, I, um, you know, plan B pill, um, but you know, thank goodness. But you know, I also try very hard not to listen. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, I know you're a lover of earplugs, so, and noise canceling headphones are always good, but yeah, I think like our, so the main house, which was where I live is at the end of the driveway. So it's like, we're the furthest away from the road. We're the most sort of, I guess, private because we have a lot of land on the other side of our house with no rentals and then we've got like the back side which is you know in the backyard which you know we've got lots of shrubbery um, and trees that block us from the first rental um, which is the cabin and they have like their own little sort of biosphere over there like it's their own little bubble um, and then the, the cottage is you know, next to the cabin, but far enough away, we've got a huge hedge, you know, you can maybe if you're like really looking for someone like looking over the cliff, you might be able to see them from the cabin. But from my house, honestly, I rarely, rarely have issues. I mean, occasionally I'll hear people talking very distant, like on the cabin deck, uh, you know, but it's like not, it's not like, I don't hear them through the house. Like if I'm outside, I might hear them. Um, yeah. but occasionally like I'll rent, like we have funny things. Like my dad's really, my dad was really funny about signs. Like he doesn't like to kind of have these, you know, it's like private property and like, you know, private land or whatever, like all those kind of signs you can buy at a hardware store. Like he was never keen on that. And I, I never really thought about buying signs like that until I moved to the country because just yesterday we're it's very busy around here. You know, we've got a car coming down the driveway. I'm going on a walk with my boyfriend and and dog and we're walking down the driveway and so we move aside to let this woman come through and she stops and she's like, oh, I'm, you know, I knew your dad and I'm so, we're so happy to be here. It's so beautiful. Had a nice little chat with her and then she continues on her way. And then a second later, there's a a woman just walking behind us on the driveway, which you don't really see all that often. And I figure she's just staying in the other, other cottage, but no, she's actually staying up the street and she's trying to get watch the sunset to get the ocean view because we're on a we're on a road that that goes you know south to north so like we're we're right on the ocean and so if you want to watch the sunset and you're staying on the other side of the road you're kind of sol like you have to it there aren't really any trails that go down there's this one kind of rugged trail that i often suggest but i tell them it's like pretty rugged you know to get down to the beach and so it you know we we feel it feels pretty private you know, I think sometimes with our regulars, we do have a lot of people who want to chat, like not necessarily hang out and have a cup of coffee, but like sometimes they'll, 
invite me over for a glass of wine or, you know, just chat with me real quick in the driveway and just, you know, see how things are going because they're regulars. They've been coming for 15 years or something. So despite the constant problems that is kind of running these, these, uh, vacation rentals, you know, and the picky guests and all that, you know, there, there can be some really kind of, I guess, perks to, um, hospitality. And I know that's, uh, probably some people are rolling their eyes out there who are in hospitality, but, um, uh, if you haven't seen the white Lotus, that is a good example. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I, I think the perks for me are, I get so much like positive responses and reviews and people just love these places. I mean, they're really, really popular, especially our little Redwood cabin, which is just this like sweet, rustic, cozy, romantic, you know, little, little house that's going to fall off the cliff eventually because it's, it's the one that's the closest to the cliff, but that's what makes it so special because you're kind of like, you have a deck and it's like, I'm not even joking. It's like, less than 10 feet from the cliff and so you you really get that feel of the ocean like you're you're right there with it and um you know people (laughs) it's like like for anybody who's like that sounds great uh hope you don't fall off the cliff (laughs) yeah no i mean we have like a protective like we had to put kind of like a i don't know it's just like not a it's not a true fence but it's definitely there's there's some wood uh there that you know you know it's basically be really careful they people know that you know the cliff drops off and we have the stairs going down the other side so so the stairs used to actually go straight down to where the cliff is so we've we've we have like definitely put in some safety measures and that kind of thing but um i mean it's many 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 years until it'll you know erode that far but you know i i love the feeling of making such a positive difference in people's lives by giving them a respite you know, and I use that word respite because I think especially everything now in the world has been so chaotic for so long, all the fires and the disasters and the politics and, and COVID and everything. These people like profusely thank me. Like I get these sweet notes either written in our little guest book or they'll, you know, they'll write a review on the platform or they'll send me an email, like really heartwarming stuff where I'm like, oh my God, and I kind of got chills, you know, like, cause they had like the best time of their lives on their like 10 year anniversary or something. And, and I'm making new friends and it's kind of a great way to connect to perfect strangers. You know, sometimes, you know, I think, oh, I love animals more than humans, blah, blah, blah. But when I say that, I mean, like sometimes the general public, like people who you don't really know and that are maybe, you know, cutting you off on the road or, you know, whatever, uh, hunters and people who I don't think I would sort of, uh, matriculate with, you know, I just say like the general public of people I don't know, but I, it does give me hope for humanity when I meet some of these people because they are good people. They're perfect strangers, but they're very warm and sweet and they really cared about my dad and now they care about me and they really make it known. And I, I'll chat back and forth with some of them that are regulars. Like we'll talk about, he'll like someone will ask me like, "What is that yellow-bellied bird? It has like that little beak." And I'll be like, "Oh, I think that might be a warbler." Or like you know, we'll kind of go back and forth about like, "Well, what kind of yeah. bird was that?" And it's there's something really sweet, and I look forward to seeing them next year. And they say the same thing. They're, and then the next year rolls around because that's sort of happened because I've been here for a year and a half now, and you know, they are so happy to see me again. And they, you know, it's just very sweet. And I get like notes that are really like thanking me for sharing it with the world. So that really makes me feel good. Um, a guy actually made a book about this place and printed it like a real book, like a hardback book. <laughs> like, yeah, and we, he... don't get, we don't get anything like that around here. Um, <laughs> I think it's it, a lot of people who have a lot of money being like, we want to have a vacation and totally. they don't give a fuck. About exactly. I think we have definitely leave. a different client clientele for sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it is a, it's a tough job. I won't lie, but, um, I am glad that we're, um, you know, we have our own private space and, you know, they don't really wander over to our garden because we have our veggie garden and, you know, I sometimes would say like, you know, to some of the regulars, be like, go pick some peaches, you know, I'll, I'll open it up to them and say, go ahead and go in the garden if you want, Right. you know, with like the regulars, but, but otherwise it's like, there's some, 
There's some boundaries. There are. And so occasionally someone will wander into our backyard. I mean, like once a year, it's very, very rare. And they're like lost or something. And then you have to like guide them back. But, um, but yeah, for the most part, I feel like we have, we have privacy. Yeah, I, I do as well. I do as well. I, uh, I mean, people know when they get here where I, who I am and where I live. And I do occasionally, it doesn't happen that often, but occasionally someone will come up to my front door and like, knock, knock, knock. And you don't like, I mean, Heather, you've seen my place, but it's like, it's all windows. Mm-hmm. And like, I could be on the pot and someone <laughs> could come up to my front it's door. It's like a fishbowl. And, and yeah, like depending on like the angle, like they could like kind of see me do, you know, where I'm like, do not come up to my door. Okay. <laughs> don't do it just just give me that okay people because I sometimes like to walk around my apartment naked that's what I like to do like I'm not trying to show anything off for y'all but like fun to do but if you come up to my door it's going to be a problem you know Mm -hmm. or like not necessarily a problem but just like uncomfortable and yeah and and Yeah, that happened the other day where I was like, what do you want? It was like, we want the Wi-Fi password. And I'm like, oh my God, it was in your <laughs> okay. welcome letter. That that actually, I wanted to bring that up really quick before we wrap the show up. But um, I, I put mine in the welcome letter all the time. I never forget. And I also put a, a nice piece of paper with magnets on the refrigerator showing it's like right there, like, you know, plastered on the refrigerator right in front yeah, of your face and I still it. I got a woman stopping me when I was outside well what's the wi-fi information and she got it I checked I she got it in her welcome letter you know I double checked that I, I I put it in there and I always have to tell people it's on the refrigerator I don't understand how you don't see that it's so strange and it's like on people the side so, so like right weird. when you walk in I it's like yeah. I don't know what else to do like I need to like plaster it somewhere I don't know. I, I, I think I might need to revisit like a laminated one sheet that's like on the, the table with the key so that they can read the house rules again and like read the information. I mean, there's right, still yeah. quite a bit of like streamlining I could do, but. I feel the same uh, way. I mean, I, everything that everyone gets here is all like a Google doc, like mm-hmm. read it. That's how you get in. <laughs> yeah. You know, and like the people who are like, what's the Wi-Fi password? Like, we the cell phone service is weird around here so we like we can't like bring up the information i'm like but you got through the gate i mean <laughs> it like it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense to me but i'm i'm with you on that like i think there probably should be some like and i hate printing things but Sorry, i thought i found a spider in my shoe <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? Heather? What are you <laughs> bubbling on about over there? <laughs> I'm, I'm trailing off, Sarah. But uh, I I don't want to have to go to FedEx and get like a paper laminated. Like it just feels like a lot of work. But I know that it'll help because you can put it on the, the front table where they get the key and they have instructions. And then you can also put it in their welcome email. So they don't have any excuses. They've got two ways that you're presenting it. That's the thing that I've learned is that people just don't read instructions. No, they don't. It's like they want like, what's the address? How do I get in? What's the Wi-Fi password? And all the other stuff is something Mm -hmm. that I will be asked about later where I'm like, that was in your welcome letter. Just read it again. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Reading is sexy. Come on. Reading is so sexy. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you're on vacation. Read. Read. I was like, I was like in the dark last night. My boyfriend turned out the light and he was really tired and I was kind of still awake. So I was like reading this long story on the New Yorker on my phone last night and the lights were out. I just had like my, the light from my phone and I was so engrossed. I was like, I read for like 45 minutes and finished the story and it was so satisfying. I'm like, I just, I have to carve out more time to read because it just, you know, it just takes me to a new place, you know? It just adds dimension to your life. I highly recommend it. Does. It. <laughs> it does. I've, I've, um, we, we talked uh, some time ago about like 
you know, the, the idea of, you know, gardening and obviously Heather and I are like gardening more than we ever have in the past, but Nerds. like sunset magazine, when sunset magazine comes, I'm like, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, I get in bed and I'm just like, okay, what's the first article I'm reading about? <laughs> totally. You know, <laughs> just like uh-huh. so much fun. But anyway, uh, we, before we go on and on about uh, stupid stuff, uh, we want to <laughs> remind folks that that uh, we are fully funded by our patrons. If you don't know about patreon.com slash have such a good day, now would be a great time to consider directly supporting us we really appreciate it oh yeah i mean i don't think there's anything i appreciate more other than i don't know the animals or you sarah (laughs) (laughs) and and on on that note if you are if you are a patron and you want to join our discord where we all chat with each other in between shows you really should no pressure but you really really should should. um five bucks five (laughs) bucks per month um, also, you could, of course, uh, contribute more, but but that's all it costs. Once you hit the five and... bucks, you get in, and you have to just ask us for a code, and we'll send that to you, and then you can be in our little world twenty four seven. Yeah, and our our Discord um, our Discord fam is the best fam. So it's thank poppin'. you to everybody who already contributes, and you know, to anybody who's maybe thinking about it or whatever. It's we um. We we offer the show for free. We we don't make you pay to listen to the show. But um but for direct supporters, just know that that's how we're keeping the lights on. So thank you. Seriously, thank you in advance. We are so appreciative. And we got one little note from uh, a a patron, Allison P. She's referring <laughs> to when we were talking about this is a few episodes back. Uh, depending on you know where you're at, listening to things in order, but it was regarding the idea that I had to, as a backup career for me and Sarah, to create such a good detective agency. And she says, I would like to apply for a position in your badass bitch detective agency. <laughs> I am known by my friends as an internet sleuth with an emphasis on people. Seriously. I have often thought I would have enjoyed being a PI. Maybe it is related to being a producer because she's also a producer. Resourcefulness, actually almost i'm almost certain i would have liked it better than producing <laughs> she's so funny oh Allison, we would totally hire I, her. I get you i totally get you yeah so so like for anybody who's like what are they talking about a few episodes ago i you know i had this whole story about how i was i was finding my dog otis's sister using uh a DNA dog tool that I had used online and that I had found them. And I was sort of like, and, but there were like, I don't know, like some twists and turns and it was somewhat hard for me to like for sure find them, but I did. And I actually, (laughs) this this is so, so TMI, but like there were many years ago, many years ago, I had a boyfriend who did me dirty <laughs> and and I I knew about it because I'm a detective and you know I confronted him about it and he was like you know whatever we talked about whatever that was and he was like but like how did you know and I was like I like looked him like straight in the eye like very dramatic and I was like because I'm a detective <laughs> And he was like, okay, weirdo. Um, <laughs> obviously, the, rela- the relationship didn't continue. But, like, <laughs> I like I know that I'm good at this. And I want more people that are good at this to be with me. So, Allison, you are part of the agency. Oh, dude, seriously. Like, it's a given. And, I mean, there's been a lot of, like, sort of Nancy Drewing between you and me, Sarah, just over the last year. And, uh, you know, I think just we enjoy the process of like discovering something and investigating. So I don't know, could be, could be a fun, um, I don't know, like second career, but on that note, (laughs) note, uh, we've had so much fun. (laughs) We really had so much fun. Um, and just a reminder that if you have questions, comments, feedback, anything that we talk about on the show, 
really like to hear from you. It, it really makes the show better. So please keep those those feedback emails coming. Hi at HaveSuchAGoodDay.com. And I think until <laughs> next time, Hala, I will... Sarah. I will... Uh, I'll just go ahead and, you know eat burritos and and uh and try to stay keep alive. on keeping on i <laughs> like that's yeah. good and just never change sarah always be sarah and i will remain heather forever i'm glad to hear that <laughs> all right have such a good day bye bye <laughs>Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.